Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Almost Famous, the podcast about fame with me, Barnaby Slater. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please do subscribe or follow the podcast and leave us a rating and comment in Apple Podcast if that's where you're listening. Also, do give us a follow on Instagram at Almost Famous the Podcast and on Twitter at Pod Almost Famous. In Series 5 of the show, I'm bringing you daily episodes called 15 Minutes of Fame, where I read out some of the most honest, controversial, and often downright funny stories that celebrities have ever told. In today's episode, Slowhand himself, musician Eric Clapton, discusses the birth, all too brief life, and death of his beloved son Connor who so tragically passed away in an accident in New York in 1991. This is a very moving extract from a man who has not been afraid to speak out loud about how addiction and tragedy have affected his life. Connor was born on 21st of August 1986 at St Mary's Paddington. As soon as I heard that Laurie had gone into labour, I rushed to the hospital, determined to be in at the birth, though more than a little frightened of what I was going to experience. As it happened, he got stuck upside down, so they had to perform a last-minute caesarean. They put a screen around the bed, and a nurse came and stood beside me. She told me that men often faint in these situations. I was determined to try to be present for this. I just had an incredible feeling that this was going to be the first real thing that had ever happened to me. Up till that moment, it seemed my life had been a series of episodes that had very little meaning. The only time it had seemed real was when I was challenging myself in some way with music. Everything else, the drinking, the tours, even my life with Patty, it all had an air of artificiality to it. When the baby finally came out, they gave him to me to hold. I was spellbound, and I felt so proud, even though I had no idea how to hold a baby. Laurie returned to Italy soon after the birth the idea being that I would go over and visit her and Connor for a few days whenever it was possible. The problem was that my drinking had become full-blown again, and I was finding it harder and harder to control. I really loved this little boy, and yet, when I went to visit him in Milan, I would sit and play with him in the daytime, and every second of that time, all I could think about was how much longer it would be before Laurie would arrive to feed him and take him away to bed so that I could have another drink. I never drank in his presence. I would stay white-knuckle sober all the time he was awake. But as soon as she had put him in his cot, I would get back to my normal consumption, drinking until I passed out. I would do this every night until I went back to England. I did not run away from Connor, even though there was to begin with a certain amount of fear involved in my relationship with him. 
I was, after all, a part-time father. Small children can be quite dismissive and unintentionally cruel, and I tended to take this very personally. In March 1991, I had arranged to see Connor in New York, where Laurie and her new boyfriend, Silvio, were planning to buy an apartment. On the evening of the 19th of March, I went to the Galleria, an apartment block on West 57th Street where they were staying, to pick up Connor and take him to the circus on Long Island. It was the very first time I had taken him out on my own and I was both nervous and excited. It was a great night out. Connor never drew breath and was particularly excited at seeing the elephants. It made me realise for the first time what it meant to have a child and be a father. I remember telling Laurie when I took him back that from then on, when I had Connor home on visits, I wanted to look after him all on my own. The following morning, I was up early, ready to walk cross town from my hotel, the Mayfair Regent on Park and 64th Street, pick up Laurie and Connor, take them to the Central Park Zoo, followed by lunch at Bisset, my favourite Italian restaurant. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. At about 11 a.m., the phone rang, and it was Laurie. She was hysterical, screaming that Connor was dead. I thought to myself, this is ridiculous. How can he be dead? And I asked her the silliest question. Are you sure? And then she told me that he'd fallen out of the window. She was beside herself, screaming. I said, I'll be right there. 
I remember walking up Park Avenue, trying to convince myself that everything was really alright, as if anyone could make a mistake about something like that. When I got near the apartment building, I saw a police line and paramedics on the street, and I walked past the scene, lacking the courage to go in. Finally, I went into the building, where I was asked a few questions by the police. I took the elevator upstairs to the apartment, which was on the 53rd floor. Laurie was out of her mind, talking in a crazy way. By this time, I had become very calm and detached. I had stepped back within myself and become one of those people who just attend to others. By talking to the police and the doctors, I established what had happened without even having to go into the room. The main sitting room had windows down one side, which went from floor to ceiling, and they could be cantilevered open for the purpose of cleaning. There were no window guards, however, since the building was a condominium and escaped the normal building regulations. On this morning, the janitor was cleaning the windows and had temporarily left them open. Connor was racing about the apartment, playing a game of hide-and-seek with his nanny, and while Laurie was distracted by the janitor warning her about the danger, he simply ran into the room and straight out of the window. He then fell 49 floors before landing on the roof of an adjacent four-storey building. There was no way that Laurie was going to come down to the mortuary, so I had to go and identify him on my own. Whatever physical damage he had suffered in the fall, by the time I saw him, they had restored his body to some normality. As I looked at his beautiful face in repose, I remember thinking, this isn't my son. It looks a bit like him, but he's gone. I went to see him again at the funeral home to say goodbye to him and to apologise for not being a better father. A few days later, accompanied by various friends and family, Laurie and I flew back to England with the coffin. We went back to Hertwood, where the Italians all wailed, openly expressing their grief, while I remained quite detached, in a permanent daze. Connor's funeral took place at St Mary Magdalene's Church in Ripley, on a cold, bleak March day, shortly before my 46th birthday. All the Ripleyites came and it was a very lovely service, but I was speechless. I looked up at his coffin, and I just couldn't talk. We laid him to rest in a plot right next to the wall of the church, and as his coffin was lowered into the ground, his Italian grandmother became completely hysterical and tried to throw herself into the grave. I remember feeling a bit shocked by this, as I'm not very good at outward emotion. I just don't grieve that way. When we came out of the churchyard, we were faced with a wall of reporters and photographers, about 50 of them. The curious thing is that while a lot of other people were very upset and insulted by what they considered to be a lack of respect, it didn't impinge on my own grief in any way. I just didn't care. All I wanted was for it to be over. After the funeral, when Laurie's family had gone home and Hertwood was quiet and it was just me alone with my thoughts, I found a letter from Connor that he had written for me from Milan, telling me how much he missed me and was looking forward to seeing me in New York. He had written, I love you. Heartbreaking though it was, I looked upon it as a positive thing. There were thousands of letters for me to read written from all over the world, from friends, from strangers, from people like the Kennedys and Prince Charles. It blew me away. One of the first I opened was from Keith Richards. It just said, If there's anything I can do, just let me know. I'll always be grateful for that. I just find all that so sad. Connor was actually buried very close to where I grew up, in Ripley, in Surrey. So I've always been fascinated to find out what happened with the terrible accident and how it affected his incredibly famous father Eric who 
lived in the area and was always seen around the place. Thanks so much for listening and please do press that subscribe button and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or by posting to our social media, Instagram at Almost Famous the Podcast or Twitter at Pod Almost Famous. Remember, there'll be a brand new episode of Almost Famous's 15 Minutes of Fame every weekday. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.